Savage Mind Podcast. I don't know about y'all, depending on where you are in the geographic region, but this part of Texas, I'm very much ready for spring. And when I say ready for spring, I don't just mean the weather. I'm a summertime person, but I say spring because I want warm weather. And um, I mean with the time change as well. Uh, I've talked about this in past podcasts, like many things, but I never know when someone's tuning in for the first time. We've had, in this part of Texas, we have, in just Texas in general, being such the, it's such a big state, we have a lot of sporadic weather. Uh, today is finishing up pretty much uh this is the last podcast of february uh we kicked off season three here a few episodes ago i think on tuesday i went on my run and i started my run at about 70 degrees about 7 30 in the morning short sleeve shorts on and of course anyone that knows this when a cold front comes through sometimes you can feel it if you're outside by the time I finished that run, the last 10 minutes, the last mile and a quarter, whatever it was, I felt it come through and it dropped to 47 degrees. Since then, from Tuesday evening to Sunday, we have had, again, I'm not the fucking weather man. I'm just talking about how frustrating it is. And since I've dived deeper into my training with running, with running only, uh, I can't pick and choose the weather. I hate cold weather. I don't care for it. In the past, when I used to be able to get more runs in, but they were shorter runs, if that makes sense, my training has shifted gears so many ways over the years, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, From Tuesday evening to a Sunday in one week, we went from 70 degrees, 70 or 72 degrees and sunny, to ice, We've had rain. We've dropped down all the way to, I believe, somewhere between 18 and 21 degrees on uh, Wednesday and Thursday to where we had inclement weather on the road and there was a lot of wrecks, like always. I was on the road on one of those days and it wasn't real too bad. It was bad in our Metroplex. I had to head south. So once I headed south... It was a little bit better, but I live in pretty much north-central Texas, I believe, about 30 miles south of Dallas, and it was it was fucked up. I mean, let me, let me say this. On Thursday morning before I left, I'm walking out my door to feed the dogs in the back, and I have these little steps with, with gravel in a walkway, slip, busted my ass, walked outside. We have a half concrete half gravel driveway slipped there tire spinning when i got gas i mean you couldn't it was sliding all over the road it was very dangerous and you do need to stay home in those conditions we made other arrangements and we got it worked out but that was on thursday by friday evening saturday raining like hell cold again but it got up above freezing so it didn't freeze and today it's sunny and 57 degrees. <laughs> I mean, one my mentality, what I've always said is all the best shit is in warmer weather. <clears throat> I mean, all the fun shit you do, whether it's amusement parks, water parks, the beach, the lake, the rivers, and 
It's a lot more fun when you're not trying to fucking keep warm. Again, a lot of people don't like the savage heat. I st- even though I don't like brutal savage heat, I'll still pick the heat over the cold any day. But everything is better, man. I mean, pe- you know, people go to the lakes, people go to the rivers. I- I'm a beach. I love the beach. I don't live by the beach. We're working on that. Love the beach. Texas, the water's not that blue, but the water's warm. Pools. I mean, we probably get a good seven months of warm weather here in Texas. But them four or five months, when we set our clocks back, we call it fall back. And not just here in Texas, wherever you're at in the United States. If you're on central time, we're on a central time zone. Uh it's so sporadic, man. And it's dark by five dark by five o'clock. I've often said this. When we we spring forward in the spring, I think it's like March 10th, March 11th, somewhere in there. From November to March, we're on what I call the dark ages <laughs> because it's always dark around 5, 5.15. When we spring forward, I call it getting my life back. It's not working for an employer. It's getting more done, especially us people who train outside. I get my trainings better. I feel better when I'm warmer. Like I told my family the other day, I said, think of all the problems that happen during cold weather. People that live in the cold states up north and the st- all the states where you get snow a large majority of the year and ice, Hey, I don't know how y'all do it. You're used to it. Like anything, it's second nature to you. Good for you. I know there's some beautiful places up there I have yet to visit. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to visit in the spring or summer and I'm going to leave. Not that I have to stay in Texas because that's not the rule. But I will only live in warm states. I said we got a catastrophe on the road. Of course, we don't know how to drive in it good. Pipes bust. Problems with your vehicle. Problems with your house. People are indoors more, which causes more. You're not as getting as much sunlight, so it affects your mood. Causes more anxiety, which causes more depression. I always say we people usually like when it gets winter time. Even the people I know, because you can start making your good meals and your comfort food and watch movies and all. I get all that shit. We do it too, but to a certain extent, what I always say is there's only so much fucking staying in the house you can do. After I mean, after that, you know, I've I've said this before, but I I read some years back where Seattle I haven't been there. I would like to visit. Has the highest rainfall in the United States, which they also have the highest suicide rate. At that time, I don't know if that's the case now. Uh, I've also read where in a lot of a lot of cold states where people are forced indoors a lot. There's a lot more substance abuse. There's a lot more alcohol abuse. I know we drink when we're more indoors. No fucking doubt. I do. You know, we don't have that problem with our relationship, though, and we don't have a, a problem with any of that. It's it's more of a relaxation thing to us, and that's that's not being in denial. That's not uh, lying to ourselves. We 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 have a great relationship, and we we don't drink and fight. So you know, but I've read this as well, and some of the statistics I've read were domestic violence is higher, uh, stuff like that, abuse to children. I don't know. If I don't know where that lands. I mean, people are always going to say, well, that's that's not us. But we're talking about statistics. You know, we're talking about the overall majority. And uh, I'm ready to get to warm weather. I mean, <clears throat> when, we change, when the time changes and we 
set the clocks back. They, you know, people always used to hear you lose an hour of sleep. Is that really the way y'all view it? You lose an hour of sleep. So get, you know, like seven to 10 hours a week of daylight back right off the bat in spring where it's not dark till about seven o'clock. When you start getting deep into summer of Texas, I don't know about the rest of the United States. California's kind of like that. When I go visit California, you start talking about 12, 14 hours. It ain't dark to almost nine here during the, in, during the peak of summer. You're talking 12, 14, 16 hours of daylight back a week. That's over 40, 50 hours a month. That's a whole work week. You get to do things outside, to train better, to work on your home, to be outside with your family, to fucking get in the water, to get in your pool, to do whatever. And I, I very much more enjoy that. So it also tends to make people sick, it seems like sometimes, uh, the change in sporadic weather. But rounding it, finishing up. February. February is a short month, a few days shorter than the rest of the months. One thing I'm going to do, and I'm going I'm to do this in, I think, the next podcast, and I've did this with other videos that are not on my podcast. Again, my podcast cannot be on YouTube until I get this video part up and running. And I actually have been working on that today with other people talking to them. And boy, I didn't really think it hurt me as bad as I thought not being a Never focusing on being really a technical guy. I'm I'm very deliberate. I'm very specific um, with everything I do. I believe anyone that knows me knows that. It's just shit I don't like to mess with, I don't want to do. And then on the other aspect of it, I live by the method. If, it, if it's tough and it's difficult and you don't like it, you need to do it. But I think I'm geared towards doing the physical aspect of it more than the mental aspect of it because i consider myself mentally disciplined already i might go read a i might go through an auto a auto audio book in a week or sometimes a few days or go read four or five chapters in a book but i want to sit down and do technical stuff but then again that's not that that wasn't the problem here the problem here was was room and space and uh everything being functional but uh I need to be five steps closer. By the end of this weekend, I'm two steps closer. But that's still progress. There's no step back. There's two steps closer. So, uh, when I get the video part, it will go on YouTube. And then, again, I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to do it again before the podcast is over. People often tell me, and I didn't say anything at first, hey, I'm following you. I appreciate that. Again, I still rather y'all listen than not listen. Support. I noticed I probably had never anyone share my podcast on social media pages. And what I said today, I put this on my post this morning on my on my brand page, my Savage Mind Designs page. If you can't get your immediate circle and your people to support you without twisting their arm, it doesn't matter how much you love them or care about them. You got to question, are they your people? Again, I appreciate the support. I'm always grateful. I acknowledge that in every way, no matter how small, how big. But again, let me explain to y'all. The more subscribers I get, the more people are willing to sponsor me. So what that tells me, there will be a lot of people that will never acknowledge they listen. Again, let me tell you, I know if you listen. (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know how much more clear I can make that. I'm grateful. It stays between us. I'm not going to say, hey, this person says they don't listen. They hate on me and I'm going to put them on blast. I'm not going to do that. But if you say you don't listen and I see it pop up at the people I reach and the people who listen, I still see it. So I I encourage everyone to listen. If you don't want to share, that's fine. If you don't want to share because you can't support me publicly, because of how profound, how deliberate, how transparent, how real, how brutal I am, because that's what it is. That's how I live. What you see is really what you get. That and more. I'm more fucking profound in person. Uh, following me and supporting me, I mean, following me and listening doesn't get subscriptions. So some people would use that deliberately. But let me assure you. Don't put that much money on my pocket. It's got nothing to do with that. This is so I can reach more people. So when y'all go to YouTube platform, like you listen to anything on YouTube, it's going to say hit the subscribe button. Like y'all do if you're listening to a tutorial for anything or any anything you follow on. Like I don't have TikTok. I've been encouraged to get it. Y'all follow all kinds of shit. Apparently for some of y'all, it's difficult for you to take the time to put your debit card in to subscribe to my podcast. But it's not difficult to put your debit card in to order something off Amazon. To go subscribe to whatever you subscribe to. Because you know, in the world we live in, we all do it. You subscribe to a lot of shit. And that doesn't seem to be a problem. Or watching a... 5, 10, 15 minute video on whatever fucking nonsense dumbass challenge is going on on social media. Or TikTok, whatever. But 5 to 10 minutes of putting your debit card in to subscribe to my podcast seems to be difficult. If you feel that much about not supporting me, then please don't. But if we are connected in the way that we think we are, then you would do that. Again, $2.50 a week. I don't know very many people that don't have that. Because, I like again, I subscribe to people that I don't even listen to sometimes just because I believe in what they're doing. So, let me get to the topic of today's podcast. And I've covered this in the past. I think it was back in season one. So much to say on this. These categories of real life, these topics... The reason there can always be a part two, a part three, a part four, who part 10 is because there's so many different directions to go. And uh, one thing I want to talk today is about through this whole, whatever you think about the pandemic, through the shutdown the last couple of years, and it was long before this, but this The pandemic and COVID, everything that went on, shutting down a country, shutting down workplaces, laying people off, people quitting. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Has really exposed a lot. For the good and bad. It's not all bad because it showed you a lot of people's true intentions. One thing we've heard a lot, I don't know, especially if you live in Texas, it's from employers that people don't want to work. That will always be true. There will always be people who are lazy and don't want to work. No fucking doubt. Just like we, my generation gives the younger generation, generation, the uh, 
millennials and the other the, whatever the younger generation is behind them are they uh, generation Z or something like that we give them a hard time and I talked about this in a few pad podcasts a while back there's there's some things that they've gotten right there's some things they're good at it's hard to compare generations with technology and advantages and resources when we're not there we don't know what we would have done with this technology at, at that age. <laughs> And I said, one thing they've got right is they know how to work. They've learned how to work remote. They've learned how to use social media to make money. They've learned how to, they're not going to stay miserable on a job and be loyal to a fucking place that will soon replace them. If they fucking died tomorrow, we'll post their job the next fucking day. Because that's what our generation and older did. And we tell them they're not loyal, but really we're just pissed off because they figured it the fuck out. Again, there's going to be lazy people in every family. Every group, every generation. It's been going on since the beginning of time. But we can't lump everyone together. We just like calling people fucking racist, lazy, um, whatever category we decide to put them in. We can't lump everyone together. That's not how it works. But during all this, it's really stuck out to me. is We've heard a lot from the fucking employers. I think it's time to hear from the employees. We've heard things about unemployment benefits, which were true. And anyone that knows how unemployment works, there's a cap in unemployment. You get so much every two weeks, regardless of how much you make. So if you're on the low end of that, you probably come out good. If you're on the way past the ceiling on that, you're probably not coming out good. There's a cap. There's a limit on that. Everyone was talking about don't don't quit giving them extra on unemployment and they'll get their ass back to work. Well, this was probably the first time in my lifetime there were some people that got unemployment that didn't deserve it because a lot of times they weren't checking. They just were approving it from the research I did. Again, those people are going to have to pay that back. It's like being overpaid on your income tax. It's like being overpaid on your Social Security benefits, any of that. So just hold your horses on that. Uh, Don't fucking start tripping on these people because if they knew that they were undeserving of it, they're going to have to pay it back. And they're probably already aware of that if they're not yet. They'll find that out in their tax return. Sometimes it takes them a year or two to catch up with you with the IRS. And believe me, I've been paying them bitches for a long time. Not because I cheated. Not because of any of that. Because some stuff I didn't take care of that I overlooked because of lack of a, because of procrastination and because of not doing my homework good enough and being in a hurry. And since then, I've been paying them back for about 13 years. Believe me, they will find you. But I know a lot of people that cheat the system and just get away with it. And most of these people do have money. They usually come after the people that are easy to locate. If you've been at the same job for years, same dependent, same family, because I know a lot of people who are contractors that make a significant amount of money, some of them have never paid taxes. They've got around it always. And anybody listening to this that falls in that category, you know who the fuck you are. I know plenty of people like this. And some of them I even consider friends. And I, no matter if they're friends or acquaintances or not, I'm very fucking vocal about it. Again, I cut no punches with anyone. I'm going to Call it like it is. Say it like it needs to be said. Said Say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done, no matter who it is. And if they drop off, they drop off. Understand this. If you know me in real life, a lot of people I was close to, a lot of people I know my entire life have dropped off and I have not reached out to them. 
Again, when the shoe fits, everybody thinks everybody thinks thinks that it's them. A lot of my posts, a lot of people feel like it applies to them. That's your own conscience. That's your own not taking care of shit. That's your own laziness. That's your own relationship problems. That's your own addiction problems. And the only way you're going to deal with them is fucking, instead of running from them, run to them and face them. And fake it till you make it, all that stupid shit. It's, you keep, fake it till you make it. I used to kind of hear that when I was younger. I'd believe it. But that's some of the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. That's, that's a popular thing to say. It's cool. Face it till you make it. That's what we should be doing. So I just think we've had enough of hearing from employers. I'm sure there's a lot of employers out there that's got a, a lot of stories about people fucking them over. That People that haven't been employees that haven't been respectful. Uh, employees that haven't been dedicated. That haven't been loyal. That have been lazy. But how many employees out there, how many workers from the working class have a story about how their employers treated them? I'm just curious. I mean, I know. I've been working for over 30 years. I got so many fucking stories. <clears throat> stories I've allowed. Shit I haven't allowed. Stuff I put up with I shouldn't have. You know, let's get back to the unemployment part. So, people that got laid off immediately during the pandemic or got laid off at some point. Let's just, we don't know what, we don't know what line of work they did we don't know how much money they made so people started talking about this extra benefits i can tell you this people didn't know they were getting it and some of them people had been weeks or months without pay because they were overrun with people that were applying for unemployment i mean it was i believe i don't want to say this wrong I think they never had experienced this in history since unemployment benefits been implemented. Maybe this top three since it's, since they started unemployment benefits, how many ever decades ago? Uh, and there was, a, a again, a lot of people that they were lying. They were falsifying documents because a lot of times when you falsify stuff like that, you can get people to back it up because they can get they'll get they were getting money from that as well. There's a lot of people that didn't want to lose their job. There's a lot of people that wanted to go to work because their job, they were in better shape. I told someone this the other day. If a person makes $25 an hour and they have reasonable, fair benefits, let's just say fair. Everyone has their version of fair. A couple weeks paid vacation after however long, a year or two years, because that's pretty fucking normal, let's be honest. You got some health and dental insurance. You got a few paid sick days. If you make at least that much, somewhere in there, $20, $25 an hour, I don't know what y'all think that is. There's probably people that are in an extreme abundance financial situation that listen to this. And there's probably people barely getting by that work hard, that are good at their craft, that are dedicated workers, have a degree, don't have a degree, have a high school education, don't. Because let let, let me back up on that for a minute. I know people that don't have a degree that didn't graduate high school that are fucking millionaires. I know people that have a $100,000 student loan that can't get a job. I know fucking felons. Not cutting them down. Most of my, I got a lot of fucking friends that are on all aspects. And the fact of it is, I know more people that have did time that haven't did time. That are entrepreneurs that have did their time, paid their debt to society, and are fucking doing better than all of us. 
There's no fucking formula, man. It's not fucking fair. That's just how it goes. But if we're talking about fair wages, fair wages are usually something measured by whatever your skill set is and whatever your line of work is. Usually take like, let's say, whatever you do for a living, you take 20 jobs in that metroplex or that area and you you average what the pay is, the benefits, and I mean benefits, I mean insurance, bonuses, raises, sick time, overtime, whatever it is. A lot of a lot of people listening to this probably don't get this. People in our age group really get this. And I'm not targeting people in our age group. I'm talking to anyone. The workplace, the 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 face of of work and careers have changed. We'll talk about that in a little bit and we'll dive into that in another podcast. But fair benefits. Take 20 jobs, 20 employers of the same thing, whether you're a cook, whether you're a chef, whether you're a truck driver, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a, uh, let me think, whether you're a, a planner, uh, whether you're just a man, you work in manufacturing, manufacturing have a lot of skills in it, whether you're a mechanic, whether you're an electrician, whether you're a plumber, whatever it is, you take that, there's 10, 20 jobs, you take what they pay, <clears throat> you take their benefits, take benefits, the whole package, you take them and it, it's you, you even have to spread it out over time. Where are you at in one year? Where are you at in five years? Where would you be at in 10 years? You take the pay. You take all these things from all the... I used to help do... Uh, find averages like this for what I used to do. Um, and we would get... We would go get the benefits and pay scales and, and uh, packages from other companies so we knew where ours was at you take them you and you find a median average this many in the same skill for the same job requirements and for the same amount of time these pay this much these are on the low side these are on the high side where do we fall employers y'all be better be very aware aware of employers like myself that are educated on these things so when you try to tell them some bullshit, and this is another reason why people, another of many reasons why people have a problem with people like me, is because we know our shit and we go, you can't feed us bullshit and expect us to fucking shove it down our throat and then we're going to accept it and not say anything. It's an insult to our intelligence. Look, employers that are greedy, even if they're fucking nice, even if they're fucking cool people, they insult your intelligence because you take it. So all we, we've heard is people don't want to work. Do you really think that that's what people don't want to work? I've told a lot of people this lately. People don't have to put up with shit no more. I don't know about anywhere else, but in Texas, jobs are abundant. And, you know, people work remote now. Th- 20 years ago, especially 30 years ago, people weren't working remote. Jobs had physical locations. And and I think a lot of our age group and older, we really got that fucked up. <clears throat> Excuse me. We think people aren't working because we see them out driving every day. Maybe they're fucking doing Uber Eats. Maybe they're doing Lyft. Maybe they're doing fucking uh, Uber itself. Maybe they're doing fucking DoorDash. Maybe they're delivering groceries. Maybe they're a, a honeydew. I mean, maybe they work. You know, again, 
Maybe they're a contractor for Amazon or someone. There's all kinds of stuff I can't even name on here. I'd be here all night doing the list. And we'll say because we don't see them there and they're not a physical address or they're sitting at home working on their laptop, don't be pissed because we didn't learn it or they got the fucking jump on us. That's just the way it goes. So I got to ask some of, I got so much to say on this. I just asked some of you employers. Don't ask yourself why you lose employees. Again, unemployment benefits were paying more. So even if some lazy motherfuckers are going to take advantage of that. Y'all hear what I said? Lazy fucking people are always going to be fucking lazy. It's either in you not to be lazy, just like it's either in you to be driven. It's in you to fucking not settle. It's in you to be a fucking tough motherfucker and be able to handle shit, or it's not. Let me ask you this. If someone's getting paid more sitting at home, and it happened by fucking accident, just by chance, than it is going in every day working for you. They're getting more benefits at home. And say someone like me who's working on their house, who has a podcast, who fucking trains, who fucking runs a lot, who has kids... Grown kids, middle kids, grown kids are grown kids. We have teenage kids. The same age, twins, got activities, got driving school, got fucking after school activities, got jobs. You got grandkids. You're remodeling your house. Like I said, the podcast, training, working out, you have all this. It's a fucking dumb thing to say, to wonder and fucking speculate and talk shit why they wouldn't rather be at home and make more money. Not spending fucking gas. We're not, we're not buying shit, getting shit done, and fucking making money. And you ask why people would rather be at home? Y'all can get on here and talk about pride, loyalty, and all that shit all you want. But most of you employers are not loyal to your employees. You're loyal to the need of them. And then when you don't need them no more, or you can find someone who will do that job at a lower rate and do more work, that's what you'll get. If we're going to go back to the seniority and benefits thing, seniority and time and loyalty and dedication should come with certain benefit packages. That's the way it goes. If we're going to go back to traditional thinking and traditional mindsets. So you think, I can make more at home. This is what y'all say, sitting on their ass. And there are people sitting on their ass. I can make more at home. Or let's even go back. They took the extra away. I think the extra was 600 a week. Let's just take the regular away. So people who really struggle. What if their unemployment is the same as their job, but they ain't got to drive and go in there and put up with that bullshit? Now, here's why a lot of people say they should find another job. No doubt. And that's why people are, that's why people are finding other jobs. People, they don't want to work. No one's applying. No, they're finding other places to go. And sometimes it's a different avenue for a career. A different job. I know with everything in my life right now, I did a complete 360 years ago, which required the loss of a lot of money and a lot of benefits. And I knew that would happen because I did not follow my skill set from that point. I chose to do that. I don't regret those decisions. But y'all just get on here and say people don't want to work. No, people are tired of putting up with bullshit. And for the first time in many, many years, many. Listen to what I'm telling y'all on this. You hear me tapping? It's like I'm knocking on your fucking door. Listen to this. 
employers, you're not in the driver's seat no more. You don't have the upper hand. The employees have the upper hand. And if you still got some loyal, dedicated, good employees, not to go above and beyond, not to fucking go all out of their way for shit you don't do for them. They do their fucking job. They stay within their job requirements of what they was hired to do. You look, employers, you're losing them by your own doing. It's your fault you're losing them. And you know it. By getting on social media or telling other people that they're fucking lazy and they don't want to work, this is exactly why people leave. Because no matter what you give somebody, they want more. There are there are employers out there who don't do that, no doubt. And again, y'all sometimes y'all get sidetracked and y'all get distracted because these people are nice to your face. Just because they're nice to you doesn't mean they respect you. See, sabotage and undercutting... Y'all always think sometimes that you have to see it and it's happened deliberately to your face. It hardly ever happens deliberately to your face. Sometimes it's pulling resources. Sometimes it's lack of benefits. Sometimes it's the withholding of those things. And they do it, they kind of do it subtly where they don't think you notice because mo- most of you motherfuckers ain't going to bring it up. Let me ask you again Would you rather be at home, make more money? If it, if it, if, if it was something you didn't initiate and it happened on your own, it happened by default, I'm going to be at home with my family, get more, especially if you got side hustles, side businesses, projects going on. Maybe you're, hey, I encourage everyone to work on entrepreneurship, no matter how old you are, no matter how, maybe your four-year plan turns into eight, turns into 10. You keep working on it. Work on something for yourself. Y'all say that shit because that's what you're supposed to say. Because you think your employers are watching your Facebook, watching your social media sites, and they probably are. I don't give a fuck who watches mine. Because the the chances are of them saying something to me in person are slim to none. Because they know it applies to them, whoever it is. If you take the fucking bait, then you feel like it's you. That's on you. Who in the fuck wouldn't want to be at home with their family? Make more money. Get more shit done. Pursue their passions. Maybe they're writing a book. Like I said, maybe they're fucking trying to start a fucking food truck. Maybe they're trying to fucking start a nursery. Maybe they're starting a cleaning business. Maybe they're trying to be a... a, Start a fucking jiu-jitsu studio. Whatever it fucking is, man. That's a fucking stupid-ass thing to say. But for the people who struggle to get... That make a reasonable amount of money. And benefits, they don't they don't want to get unemployment. Understand that. And again, ex- for the exception of the pandemic, unemployment benefits are earned. So the motherfuckers living off of welfare, for people who don't understand that. There's a lot of people living off of welfare that are not elderly, that are not handicapped, that are not disabled, that just simply keep having kids and that are lazy. And because you have children, they keep giving you free benefits. That doesn't happen for us. So let me ask you, employers, when you pay somebody basic-ass money or shit money, you pay them for no vacation, you pay them for no sick days, you pay them for no COVID pay, you give them no bonuses, you pay them, even take away the bonuses, you pay them for no holidays. We're not talking about a brand new employee. We're talking about three, five, seven-year employee. How do you fucking think it's going to go? Do you think you're going to continue to re- to retain them? 
So if they have if this happens again and they get unemployment plus extra benefits, why would they be in a fucking hurry to come back to work for you? Now here's what people would say. This is what I would say. Well, they should find someone else to work. Goddamn right they should. And you know what? You'll keep having the turnover you do because you don't respect the people you have. If you can't afford to pay them at least the going average, then you need to do without something. And when I say that, I mean, hey, maybe you don't get a bonus. I would say, is everybody in agreements that most people should get paid for Christmas Day? If you pay for no other holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, maybe? Just the basic of worker? Y'all reach out to me and tell me, do you think you should get at least one week paid vacation after a year? Or is it two years? Or is it two weeks? We're not We're not talking about major corporations. We're talking about even mom-pop places. Let's talk about it. What do you think's fair? And I want to hear, are you the employer or the employee? Because I'll be able to dissect that and analyze that and take that apart very easily. And I want to hear, if you're the employer, what's your reasoning for not having that? Do you say you don't have it? Do you say you're not in that position financially? And if you're the employee, what is your reasoning reasoning for putting up with it? Now, also, it depends on how they treat you as a person, how respectful they are to your face. You know, here's the thing. When people are at least respect you to your face, even if they talk shit behind your back, if they at least treat you with respect as... Because I demand it. I won't put up with it. I walk the fuck out anywhere. It doesn't matter. Employer, fucking title, money, fucking... Law enforcement, don't matter who it is. I'm not, I give respect, so I expect it. But I'll match you fucking disrespect. So what I get a lot is people respect me to my face. They try to do it in other ways. And they do that. Withhold benefits. Do little things to sabotage me. Do little things to delay me when they know I have something else to do. This is what a lot of people do with me. They And you know what? You know I know. The motherfuckers listen, you know I know that. You make things difficult on me. Because you know I'm not going to put up with it in person. You're not ready to deal, again, not bragging about myself, not acting like a badass. You're not ready to deal with the physical and the real life consequences if you do do that. So what you have to do is you have to do it in other ways. But for some of you, they fucking, they treat you like shit. And with not only benefits, but to your face and y'all accept it. If there's a time to go look for another job, start a new career, it's now. We we get used to something, like anything. If it's familiar and we know the people and we're comfortable, we don't want to start over. Let me remind you again, in this world we live in, and this is not just younger people, the average person changes careers five to nine times for advancement, and the advancement is not always money. You don't need to even be at a job longer than 10 years anymore. That generation is gone. That shit has passed. You can go look this shit up. It may have changed. I think the last time I read that statistic was between 2016 and 17. Somewhere in there. Maybe 15. Five to nine times. You have to take a step back to take a step forward. So I do think the majority of employers have lost their employees by their own hand. Let me ask you again. If you ain't paying, let's say the average employee, let's say five years. You've been there five years. You don't get paid for one fucking holiday. You don't get paid for no vacation. You don't get paid for no sick days. Every fucking day you're off, you don't get paid. If you try to go on vacation with your family, if you try to do anything, if you have any extracurricular activity at all, or you decide I need the day off. Mentally, I need the day off. Whatever it is. My my kids got an activity at school. 
I need to go do this with my parents. I need to go. I need to go spend some time with my wife, my husband. I just, you know what? I just really need to go spend time with my grown kid. Or I need to go. I gotta pick. I got some emergency. Whatever the fuck it is, you ain't gotta explain these motherfuckers. Let me tell you something. You don't owe them an explanation. You don't owe them an explanation no more than they don't owe you an explanation. Let me ask you, employers. Everything I just described. How the fuck do you think it's going, man? So the only thing I can arrive at, what I arrive at is. Employers, let me, let me tell you the truth. Employers do this so you can't take off. You cannot only take off not to seek another job unless you get home and do it online. That So you're too exhausted at the end of your day. So you can't go nowhere. So your job is your life so they can continue to make a lot of money. That's what it is. Right now is a perfect time to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum and do something totally different. If you're passionate about it, that's fine. But you can be passionate about it somewhere else. The nine to five is a concept, and it was made to keep working class people doing exactly that. That's why entrepreneurship wasn't taught. That's why teaching about teaching us about our financing, financing uh, finances and investments wasn't taught. It wasn't taught us. We need to be teaching this generation more about entrepreneurship and more about building something for themselves that people can't take away. Need more capitalism, regardless of what y'all think about that. We don't need more dedicated workers getting taken advantage of. There are some good companies out there, from mom and pop businesses to small businesses to corporations. But no matter what you have or what you do, what kind of car you have, what kind of house you have, what kind of benefits you have, if you fucking can't wait to get out of that motherfucker every day, if you're stressed out all the fucking time, and you can't wait to get in that car if you have a convertible or a sunroof and you can't wait to fucking smoke that cigarette and get the fuck out of there, then it's not successful. It's not because you're not doing what you were meant to do. And somebody told you that you couldn't do it. Somebody told you that you weren't capable. Someone told you you're too old. Someone told you you weren't from the right family. You didn't have the right resources and they fucking lied to you. That's to keep you where you're at. Lack of benefits, lack of resources is to keep you where you're at. Just to let y'all know that. So, you think about it this way. With all the resources out there, why aren't y'all making moves? Why aren't you trying something different? What is your plan? If anyone chooses to ask me that, reach out to me privately. I'll explain it to you. Sometimes you have to take hits to build something better. And that's what some of us do. I'm just curious... Why y'all put up with it? Why we all put up with it? Listen, I'll talk about this in another podcast, but I need to throw this in there today. At the end of your fucking life, do you think, and I'm sure there's limited cases out there. I've been a lot of fucking funerals in my life, both family and friends. And most of those friends were family. You're either family or you're not. No one talks about what car car or truck people drive no one talks about how expensive their house was how many square feet it was how much time they fucking spend at work especially for something they don't like to do two things two or three things that take up the majority of your life is your fucking kids whatever fucking spouse or significant other you decide to settle with or decide not to settle with whether it be your relationship children if you have children and your career or job 
Just think about those three things and do the math. I'm going to break it down for y'all in another podcast. Some of y'all are going to be sick and astounded how much time you don't have and how much time you've already wasted. Why would you want to be unhappy? And again, money doesn't equal happiness. But you got to have something at these places. They got to have something to fucking offer. If you don't have something, you better have something else. You better have flexibility. You better care about these people's family. You better let them off with pay when you need it. You better help support them to go to school if they decide that. Help them support their entrepreneurship for their side hustle. Whatever it is, it can't be nothing on the table. So there's got to be a much more parts on this. I'm going to go for now because I got a bonus episode this week. Ah. <sighs> I think I did about 12 miles today. I broke it into uh, down into four miles a piece. It was splits, but it's still total 12 miles. I'm gearing up for next week's challenge again, and I'll talk about that later. Uh, I say next week, about five days away. And I wasn't ready last year, and I wasn't ready this year. I wasn't ready last year, and I ain't ready this year, but we're going to do it anyway. You can't wait till you're ready. Everything ain't going to be perfect. You got to do shit that needs to be done. And you got to do it when it's uncomfortable, and you got to do it when you don't want to do it. So I'll talk about that later in the week. Um... I need subscribers. I need y'all to share. I need y'all to subscribe. If you decide to go subscribe and not listen for three months, that's fine. I I think I show more than humble gratitude. And you know, never know going forward in the future who would want to come on. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, Overcast. Whatever platform y'all listen to any podcast or music on, you can not only follow my podcast, you can go subscribe and click the link. If you have any problems, please get a hold of me. May y'all stay savage and live, excuse me, live humble, stay savage.